Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's Bud Pod 222. Two, two, two. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Wow. <laughs> this is a big one. Two, two, two. Poo, poo, poo. <laughs> All for you, you, you. Nice. Buds. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, this happens but once a century mm-hmm. in terms of, of, of episodes. The treble. Yeah, the treble. The treble. And once, um, once a lifetime of uh, just this exact number. Yes. But then you could say that of every number. And I do in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. Uh, are you uh, uh, are you pleased? Do you like the symmetry or or, or kind of nice uh, pattern of two two two? Does it feel nice to look at? I quite like it. I like it. It's not quite as neat as ending on a zero or a five no. for me. Um. But I like two as a number. It's it's a lady. It's 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 female. I think we've we've gone through the genders of the numbers. Yes, two is female. Yes, two is a lady. It's a very it's a very graceful number two two two. It looks like a hello, swan. ladies. Yeah, two three. Yeah, three swans in procession. I'm doffing my cap, saying hello, ladies, as they <laughs> swim by. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Well, I mean, uh, oh, before I forget, thank you to the pod buds who were at my. Very overheated and sweaty and rambly uh, preview in Battersea last night. Um, and I say last night because we are recording this early because Phil is going to America. Yes, I've got a last minute job going to America tomorrow. I'm leaving a hundred plane. I do know when I'll be back again <laughs> next week, I think sometime. Yeah, I'm going to America. It's a, a shock job, mm. Pierre. Shock jobs come out of the blue. A wild job appears. Yes, yes. You were walking in the long grass of entertainment. Yeah. And a wild job appeared. <laughs> and the screen went, whittle whittle And you had to uh, <laughs> throw your CV yeah, at so- it. <laughs> yeah, so we've got to record this um, a little, a few days early before I go out there. Uh I've been flying so much recently, Pierre. Yeah. And and you know what? And because of Brexit part in, in large part, I'm I'm now starting to worry about a problem I've never worried about in my passport before of running out of pages to physically put stamps in. Whoa. I'm running out of pages. I've got, I mean that's I've got like ten. I've got ten pages left. Really? That's a, that's not that many. How many pages yeah. does a passport have? I think forty? No, not that many. Oh, really? About, well, mine has about. I mean, mine is about thirty, maybe twenty, thirty. How whimsical do you think? So I've got I've got ten full, completely blank pages yeah. left. Um, and and there are patches here and there. Really annoying. They came back from France recently, and the idiot the guy who stamped me on the way uh, back in onto the England side put the chop like so the, the the EU has these sort of rectangular chops, and he put the chop like right in the middle sideways. Yeah. When he could have put it on, turned it from 90 degrees and put it into a corner and left me space for another one. No, he did but maximum. He just, he's like, he just double parked. He fucking like <clears throat> parked over the line. But now... And so I've... You can have more than one set of stamps per page though. Can't you? Um, I don't think they can. They, well, I think it depends on the country. The EU, they will not overlap. You go to Asia. I've seen, I looked at my Asian stamps and they're just all over each other. Well, yeah, because so I, I was going to say this. <laughs> South, Africa, South Africa's got an equally whimsical idea about stamps. So they just go, fuck it. Well, yeah. I don't know. There's one with a date on. Who gives a shit? Fuck it. Just stamp it in. Yeah. I think I think it's mainly the EU stamps because one is, takes up a, qu- a quarter of the page and they and you have you get two per trip, one in, one, in, one out. And 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 we didn't have this before Brexit. I I wonder if our next passports are going to have more pages because 
because of Brexit, we, we, we lose half a page every trip we make to the EU. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I've, I've never had this problem before. I've never had this concern before. And I looked up what happens when you run a page. You have to get a new passport. That is infuriating. Mm-hmm. Why? Are stamps that hard to fake? What do you mean? Are they so secure? Do, are, we, are, we, are we needing uh, stamps at I, this stage, I have, Phil? I have always wondered this. You go into a country and you get a stamp and then they write by hand the little date you came in. Yeah. And they hand it back to you and, and you think, well, I think... I think I think you can do that. That doesn't seem there's no glowy sticker in Japan. They have like a QR sticker that they put next to the stamp. Well, there you. That's Japan all over. Yeah, that's Japan. Whereas, yeah. what is the EU? I mean, you what they look at it. Yeah, that's Heinrich's writing. I ask him if he remembers you. <laughs> the EU stamps are also very basic. They're quite handsome. They're very basic, but just bl- thick black lines and it's a very basic drawing of a plane and then the date and and that's it and like the name of the oh the yeah city. the the little shitty plane. Hmm. Ah, yeah. I I just think really we got iris scanners and we have a fucking little potato stamp that you can make <laughs> in arts and crafts. I think it's mad that we have to carry this fucking physical passport around still in this day and age. And if you lose it, you're fucked. Yeah, you're completely screwed. Yeah, that is odd. Um, I read that it's becoming really hard to be a spy. Right. Because facial recognition is so good that even if you get your secret spy passport where you're like, hello, I'm Alan Jones. I work at TechCorp. Uh, the the iris scanner, the facial recognition scanners, they just go, no, you're this guy. <laughs> they just know who you are. They just immediately yeah. identify you. They find your fucking Facebook page. Yeah, it's funny. Um, spy tech also can make spying harder as well as easier. Yeah, I guess. And now the f- they think the future is going to be people just if you're a spy, you just yourself, like the Russians. Well, I, 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 as in people know who you are, they know you're there, and they just kind of put up with you being around. Yeah, but also even if you're not like official via the embassy, you're you're spying, but you're not spying under an alias. You are just. A hockey player. Yeah. You are just uh, who you are. They don't. It's like, well, why are we giving you a fake name? They don't know who you are anyway. You're just some guy. Yes, but isn't it the case that countries are are basically aware of the foreign spies in a country anyway? So like when those are registered. Well, those are registered. After the Skripal poisoning. The British government just went, okay, Russian spies, you have to go home now. Well, no, they you 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 you. Well, yeah, they. I mean, that is what actually happened. But they quote unquote expelled twenty diplomats. Right. So, but, the, they, but those quote-unquote diplomats were, were basically spies. They were spies, but they were officially registered as like the seventh cultural attaché for ballet, you know, whatever. Right. So, but so but what, what I'm asking is, the British, does the British government know that they are spies actually, yes. but just tolerates them? Uh, yes, or, or, or it's more useful when you figure out which... Because the, the embassy will have like 500 employees, right? There'll be loads more diplomats the, than those guys. Right. So you have to figure out which ones are spies and then, I guess, follow them. And once you figure out which ones are spies, it's more useful to follow them and learn what they're up to than it is to just immediately kick them mm. out and start the mm. stupid game all over again. So when they said, when they picked one out, then they were like, I don't know, Vlad, come on, we know, we know you're a spy, get out of here. Is Vlad like, what? That's oh, Was Vlad like embarrassed like this whole time? They yeah, he would have like, like, hey. I like working in the cultural <laughs> attache. I've been to, you check, I've been to the ballet, I've been to the <laughs> Shakespeare's Globe. You are making a big mistake here, Your Majesty. I like England's culture a lot. Yeah, exactly. They would have done a bit of that. And just look at just look at these tickets from the national. The other night it pulls out and all these like top secret files just fall out of his pockets. <laughs> Like all with the red top secret letters. Or just, um, uh, yeah, exactly. They have stub from uh, National Opera here, and just take like all radioactive substances clattering onto the floor. <laughs> oh, it's uh, medicine for me. They don't look at this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Russia is unusual in the sense that they also send, uh, uh, oh God, what do they call them? It's basically they send people who are who are not officially spies and don't work for the embassy. They they they're deep cover. Right. Okay. So Skripal 
we only got Skripal back from Russia because Skripal was working for the UK in Russia as a Russian. He was one of ours, right. an agent. Yeah. He got yeah. caught. He got stuck in the prison. And then we got him back, slash the Americans got him back, because there was that crazy story where they found 10 Russians working under like 30-year, 20-year, 10-year-long deep cover in America. The FBI caught 10 of them. And they were like dentists and stuff. And this is in the noughties? Yeah. Right. And they just arrested them all in a huge raid and swapped them for Skripal and a couple of other guys. Because ah. they were like, hey, we've got 10 of your really secret boys. Right, right, right. Give us back some of our secret boys. Yeah, although our secret boys were, were never as secret as like, uh, we're going to train you how to be a spy and then you have to be a dentist for 15 years and sort of... Wow. So they were working dentists and like... They were real people with... Part of the community with... Yeah, real people, real jobs, wild. real social security numbers, often via dead uh, or stillborn Canadians. Wow. Yeah, they did proper full identity theft and there was like, hi, And their I'm, families and stuff? Huh? Families? Yeah, yeah, in some cases. But yeah, just like, hi, I'm Richard Johnson. And then just suddenly in their basement, they got to go do a full call with the, the fucking SVR or GUR, whatever, in Russia. Crazy. Man, oh, man. That's, what, that's the plot of the TV show The Americans, which is quite good and rapidly becomes quite stupid after about two series. <laughs> um, but yeah, the right. Russians, it, Russians yeah. have been doing that for decades. They love that shit. Very expensive. Very expensive. Very theatrical. Yeah. Very very theatrical people, really. People like to paint the Russians as dour, um, not realists as such, but dour... Nihilists. Gruff. Nihilists, that's, that's the word. I'd say they're excitable but they're, nihilists. They have, a real, they have a real sense of theater as well. <laughs> Well, that's what they call deception in war. Maskerovka is masquerade, like uh, disguise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very theatrical, excitable nihilists, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're still quite nihilisty at the bottom of it. Like in their literature, it's very often just like, oh, yeah. what can you do but live and then die? And you go, ah, lovely. <laughs> Another lovely read. Yeah, proof if ever it needed that a country's weather does inform its character. Mm. Um, I think and history. <laughs> and uh, sort of, yeah. Overall vibe. Yeah, and overall vibe. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, please, yeah, stamps and the passports. So now I'm like, now I've never been like precious about the real estate of my passport before. Yeah, I've never even noticed. I've, which to me, They'd open the the passport and they just go to a bit and they put it in a stamp and it just enters like an infinite void. Yes. The Maybe it's just the first time I've paid attention to my passport, but I'm running out of space, man. <laughs> well, I'm but maybe it's because of the EU. I think because I've been going to the EU recently that I'm getting nervous and they're so like litigious about making up space. And maybe they're, they're like pranking all Brits by just like taking up as much space as they can. I think there's definitely an element of that. Just sort of going like, well, you wanted this, you know, so fuck you. Yeah. You love stamps. I'm going to stamp across the middle of the page. Great. Thanks a lot, Gardenor. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to stamp uh, 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 one massive stamp for every point of inflation you have above the, the <laughs> European economic uh, area. <laughs> and 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 it's not like these are people that you can, that you feel comfortable making requests to. No, they're in a big high cubicle. They're wearing a, like a, an outfit that if if it's not a police uniform is pretending to be a police uniform. They got badges and shit. They got a stern face. And the last thing you feel the confidence to do is oh, so. Could you just tuck that one into just the corner there? Could you just try and keep? Yeah, just do, 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 do. could you just scooch that over? Yeah, think it, think it, think it. Man, and they just press a red button and you get beaten with sticks. <laughs> Maybe if you asked in fluent French, they would do it. Because then they'd be like, God. "Well, at least he's learned." I mean, not in Paris; they hate it when you speak French. Yeah, yeah, the capitals hate it. I tried to speak German in Berlin once. I was like, "Haben." Do I know? And she's just like, "What do you want?" <laughs> Did you say Harbin do? 
Haben ich? Haben dich? Haben sie. Haben sie. I would yeah. have said haben sie. I had, I had um, you're being very, good for that. For you're that being trip. very formal. Haben sie is formal. Uh, formal and plural. It's one of those. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Fuck, I forgot about the formal plural. Yeah, it's like in Which French. Which I guess is what the royals have here, the we and all that, right? Yeah, or one thinks this and one thinks that. Yeah, it's quite odd. I've never quite gotten to the bottom of that. That why the royals do that. I tell you, here's a here's an incredibly but unspicy du, take. Is do you in German? Yeah, do is, is informal singular. So haben du is not right? No, it's hast du. Oish. Yeah. Oh, so hab, oh, yeah, haben is plural. Yeah. Or formal. Both. Plural and formal. Sie haben. Okay. You have, brackets right. plural, brackets formal. <laughs> God damn it. Every time I think, I want to learn a language. It's not that hard. And then it's like, this is the version for when it's formal and plural. I'm like, fuck it. English is enough. I know enough. <laughs> well, you've got Malay. I've got Malay and i got a bit Mandarin. But And since after my last French trip, I think I do, because I, I have French ancestry, I feel like I should learn some French. And I do like speaking the few French words I know. And I think it is a nice language. Um, so I might try French, but as uh, you know, when you practice, when when are you going to practice, Pierre? When do you get to practice? Um, in Paris, they hate it when you even try to speak French, but then they're annoyed that English people don't speak French, and they need to pick a team. Yep, yep. As ever, I recommend just going to Bordeaux. It's hot, friendly Paris. It's much better. I don't want hot though. Where's cold, friendly Paris? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Bristol? <laughs> Where's a cold, friendly Paris? Somewhere in the Alps, maybe. I don't know. Grenoble. Yeah. Or just like rural, some part of rural France. They're, they're very nice out in the country. Yeah, I think so. In my limited experience, they're pretty cheery, cheerful. Um, yeah. This, um, I, 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 was in, um, I was in Burgundy last weekend um, for a friend's birthday. And on one day, we went to um, a little village well, first of all, we 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 visited the village where they filmed Chocolat. Do you remember Chocolat? Um, I remember with, John, with Johnny Depp. I remember it because I don't know if you have this. There are some films I've never seen that are massively engraved upon my mind because I found the promotional campaign for them so agonizingly irritating. Yes, and Chocolat yeah, and is everywhere. one of those. Yeah, Chocolat. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, you, I'm similar. I think I probably watched more trailers of Chocolat than actual Chocolat whenever my mum put it on. I also have the title of the film, The Sweetest Thing, stuck in my head with that intonation because of a particular <laughs> advert for it. That was just constant, I remember. The I mean, sweetest no, but that's thing. That's a triumph of marketing. Yeah. That's in your head now today still because someone earned millions of dollars back in the those day. Are gonna, that's how they got to that point. Those are going to be my final words to my fucking loved ones on my deathbed <laughs> because of some guy. <laughs> On blow in some being, boardroom. Being your husband and your father and your grandfather has truly been the sweetest thing. <laughs> Everyone looks like kind of happy but upset and confused, and the nurse has to be like, um, uh, right at the end, thing, the, the human brain is very, um, they have to do, try and cover it up. <laughs> She's pressing the button to turn the boop sound off, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's just, this should really, should really have stopped by now. And then uh, the grandkids are being led out. Why did he say it like that? Why did he say it like that, mummy? I don't know. It's just, it's just something that happens sometimes. <laughs> What's the thing? <laughs> Sudden burst of energy before the end as well. <laughs> what a horrible way to die. I fully things. sit fully upright. The sweetest thing, and then collapse backwards. <laughs> Dying with a sudden flare right at the end is such a horrible. That's, way to die. that's horrid. You want to slip away, not sort of burp your way into the afterlife. Not sort of jazz hands your way into yeah. death. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyway, as I was saying, yeah, chocolate. Oh, chocolate. That's right. But uh, and and that was fine. It wasn't. It was okay. But we also went to this town. We went to like just a, and the French, the um, rural France has been really good. The little French towns have been really good at preserving the way they look. Yeah, they're very, they're very, they've really been honored. All those mayors and stuff. 
Also, they were never bombed properly in the World War Two because you know <laughs> well, they didn't exactly. But whatever, <laughs> the towns still look fantastic, and maybe maybe that was worth it. Who knows? Um, and we went into uh, this lovely little uh, market in the town in Burgundy. And one of the stalls was just this old guy with a fridge and bottles of Chablis. And he'd, and he'd asked for a, a glass of Chablis from, you know, down the road or, you know, a couple of, a couple of miles down the road. And he'd pull out a chilled bottle of Chablis and pour you a little glass of Chablis. And it's a one euro for a glass of, of ice cold Chablis Ooh. in the middle of this market. And then the next stall, you can buy some eggs. I got some rotisserie chicken. Oh. Then there's a there's a Vietnamese stall, um, because of that connection. But then there's just fresh fruit and, and it was like, this is nice. And then I saw that that guy who I only ever see in rural France in the market, just a fucking big French guy with a big fucking nose, <laughs> and he's just sitting and he's just drinking wine and he's fucking massive. Yeah, I've never seen him in a city ever. The gourmand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a he's a pig farmer. He looks like a pig farmer and he's just wearing like he's wearing a button-down shirt but it's thin as hell. <laughs> it's thin as hell this button-down checkered shirt. You've never seen a shirt so so thin. But he's there and he's got his belly out and he's just drinking a a glass of wine at 11:30 a.m. Oh, fantastic. Some people, some guys especially, I think women less so for some reason but some guys you look at them and you just go if you're not french i will eat my fucking hat you are the frenchest looking <laughs> fucking guy yeah you've got such a french head on you yeah absolutely people think oh, a french looking guy oh he's got like a black and white striped jumper he's wearing a beret he's got a twiddly little mustache no it's just a big fucking big old fat guy in his 60s thin Thin button-up shirt, and he sat on a stool in a market drinking a Chablis. It's Gerard. That's a French guy. It's Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, plus plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was big, <laughs> but it was, it was very cool. It was very cool, I, and I was very jealous of my friends who could speak French and were speaking French to the locals and like buying stuff in French. I thought that was really neat. Let's um, um so. let's start a little a little French gang. Oh, we get a French club. Yeah. How good is how proficient are you? I can have a I can have a chat. I can wow. I can wander around and have a chat. I had to um uh uh our uh, manager, I guess, uh Julien. 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 Yeah. He's not French, but he, he can speak it. Um very fluently, yeah. Very fluently. And also uh Laura, who is um at eight hundred pound gorilla, who's producing my, my special, my old one and my new one. Um, who is is French, French, French? I had to disabuse. Oh, Laura, them. yeah. Mm. I had to disabuse yeah. them, Phil, of the notion that I actually could speak French properly because I've managed to trick them through um, alcohol into thinking that I can speak ah. French a lot better than I can. Right. And alcohol, and one incident where um, they were talking about horror movies. We took a French for beginners. Language course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that incident rolled on for months. <laughs> they were talking in French or we were talking about horror movies or something. And Julian couldn't remember what a werewolf was in French. And I knew what it was. Wow. So that, but Wow. They, they say when you know the word for werewolf, you've mastered the language. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln said that. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you know the... What is the French word for werewolf? Un uh, loup-garou. En loup garou. Garou, yeah. Uh, so it's garou, like a wolf. Garou. Uh, garou is like, what is garou actually? G a r o u. It's I not think. just like wolf of the moon or something. What is garou? Uh, let's find out. Garou in English. It's a shame that it's the name of an anime garou. character. It's also what Richard Nixon says in Futurama. Garou. The head. Garou. Oh, Garou, Garou on its own is werewolf as well. That's strange. But also Lou oh. Garou. Oh, weird. Lou Garou, Garou. Lou Garou, Garou. Interesting. Inherited from Middle French Garou, Old French Garoule or Garvoil. Um, so it's Waru, werewolf, and Garou. So the, the words become a G. Interesting. Oh, oh. 
werewolf Okay, so if you use it, it can be used as a suffix to create a were something. So there's there's garou, which implies loup garou, but you, if you said lapin garou, it would be a were rabbit. <laughs> ah, that's good. <laughs> oh, cool. But we, that's very strange etymology. Anyway, I don't know how I knew that. I can't. I can't actually remember. But yes, I, and th- and this and this tidbit gave the illusion that you were a, a, a more fluent French speaker than than you are. Yeah, because people sort of go, well, if you you logically, he must have learned every word in order of usefulness up until the word well. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, which is not how it works. So he's watching like indie French horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the original French, <laughs> this guy can recite. By heart, the Twilight series in French. He's a very learned <laughs> le, man. Le Garou de Paris. That's, is, that, is that the werewolf of Paris? Or there's werewolf oh, it's in an London. American werewolf in, in Paris, isn't it? American. Ah, so what would that be? So be en Garou, Américain, ga- uh, en Paris. En Paris. Yeah. It's nice. Sometimes it's hard to get... Sometimes you get confused between en and dans and... Uh, and so on, like in or on or yeah, it's 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 sneaky little yeah, shit. Their prepositions like, are you, tough. I think it's sneaky little shit. Like I think you're supposed to say sur le monde instead of in the world. It's on the world. On the world. Yeah, yeah. He's the greatest on the world. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a, there's a bit in the later series of I think you should, I think leave. You should leave. Yeah. Where he's, where he goes for a moment I thought there was monsters on the world <laughs> and it's become a bit of a memed line. It's but so it's, funny. It sounds so funny in English. It's so strange. Yeah. For a second I thought there were monsters on the world. <laughs> the phrasing. <laughs> the phrasing in that show is so disgusting and weird. Yeah. Are you sure about that? You sure about that? That's why. <laughs> it's it's all just of just only slightly wrong. Did but you, you still but enough for you to understand still. Did you see that article by that that lady saying, um, every time there's a new series of I think you should leave, it destroys my boyfriend's mind. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's good. It's uh it's I wanna w- save that for later. Yeah, it's just about how like he he talks like fucking Tim Robinson for at least two months after every series comes out and it ruins her life. Because <laughs> his brain is just mush. <laughs> Tim Robinson broke my boyfriend's brain. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a GQ article. Because the phrasing is so weird and like that bit where he talks about his son killing a gorilla. He says, uh, Oh, yeah. He goes, You know, the gorilla, he, and he says, He eats a hat as part of his trick. <laughs> and what I hate about that <laughs> sentence so much, and I'm so obsessed with it, is okay, so his trick isn't eating a hat. Right. Also, let's ignore for a moment the sheer impracticability of a gorilla's frequent trick being eating an entire hat that, he, that <laughs> yeah. someone throws him, presumably, right? That's, that's insane. They would die. So that Maybe this gorilla keeps making bets about things that he keeps losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's uh, called Skeptical the Gorilla. <laughs> but he, yeah, he eats a hat as part of his trick. First of all, no, he doesn't eat a hat. Secondly, it's not a trick to eat a hat. Thirdly, it's not even his trick. It's a part of his trick. There are layers to this. (laughs) It's such a horrible sentence to throw out. And I don't know how you said it right like that. Well, yeah, I think I've said that. I've I've met, um, I I know one of the writers on, on, I think you should leave. And when I asked him about it, I was like, so how much of it is improvised? And he said, none of it is improvised. It's all written down word for word. It's written. Those weird ass phrases are written. It's it's baffling. So much more frightening to learn that <laughs> that someone sat and wrote down. I think I just slept with clap 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 Frankenstein's chick, and the clapping and the horrible body movements and the screaming. It's sort of like yeah, it's quite nightmarish. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but did, did was, have you made the point, or someone else made the point that it's 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 quite autistic? Like the lang- it's very appealing to autistic people. The 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 weird adjustments of language and the strange use of language in it. I did strange ph- phraseology. I agree with that. Maybe Fern said that to you. Maybe I don't know. I do agree with that though, because it's it the the weird use of language. I definitely sticks in my head more than normal language. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's like and it's like a really chewy piece of chewing gum or something. Where I, just, I can't stop chewing that sentence in my head. Like he eats a hat as part of his trick. 
<laughs> it just but you know the other side the other side of that coin is fucking um together we joy Ugh. we remember together we joy yeah from the aperol advert because it's a fucking horrible sentence <laughs> that isn't correct but it's it, it makes just enough sense that we can remember it and we're so angry it stays in our mind and maybe that's good marketing i think we remember it because of how autistic or autistic adjacent we are and it's like a, we remember it the same way we remember when someone put a cigarette out on our arm <laughs> you can look at the little round bit where you were burned and go okay yeah i remember that i hated that that's what i think of aperol spritz's advertising campaign it's like someone is putting a cigarette out on the arm of my mind well speaking of putting a cigarette out on the ar- on the arm of your mind <laughs> let's read some correspondence <laughs> yeah that's right let's put some lit cigarettes right into our ears hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. By the way, I haven't. I've, I've still not mentioned that uh, Pierre is currently topless. Yes, I'm. I'm looking at him through the FaceTime, and he's not got a shirt on. He's just got headphones on. It's pretty I, sexy. I just noticed that this visual has been lost on the listener. Yeah, I, I, maybe so far people have been listening and going, it sounds a, a lot sexier than hairier than normal, but I don't know why yeah, it sounds why is, like that. Why is Pierre's voice so fleshy today? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, well. But it's a very hot day in London today. It's so oppressively hot. Okay, we've got a message from Jane. Jane, I've got Jane on the brain. Hello, Jane. Hi, gentlemen of pleasures and stinky treasures. <laughs> treasures. Treasure. Pleasure. It would be such treasure. a pleasure to unveil a treasure like you. That's what he says to a debutante. <laughs> what a pleasure to meet such a treasure. So Jane says, I arrived home from five weeks of traveling this week. Good lord. Whoa. That's a lot of travelling. Yeah. Blimey. What a commute. Straight to the typewriter to write this. <laughs> Philly. Suitcase down. Yeah. Hat thrown to the side. Phileas. Slippers slip slopped off. Yeah, Phileas Fogg descending from your balloon into the uh, garden of your own home. <laughs> um, I arrived home I'm, from five I must, weeks. I must quickly compose a missive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Passport two. Take a note. <laughs> To the gentlemen of pleasure and stinky treasure. Uh, to find find the weirdest and most astounding piece of junk mail on my doormat that I have ever taken the time to read. Mm. Ah. With suitcases having barely left our hands and both of us very jet-lagged, we spent the next five minutes trying to unpack this gem of an advert. So it's, oh, great. there's an Here image attached. I think you have seen these before, Phil. You've lived in London long enough. It's one of those weird little business cards for uh, basically a wizard. A wizard? Uh, or a shaman. Like a fortune teller or, or something. Or a psychic, yeah. In this case. A spiritual healer. Well, interestingly, and I've never seen this before, in this case, it is a sheikh. A sheikh? I thought sheikh was like a, a minor royal in the Middle East. Uh, I think it means teacher or master, doesn't it? Oh. 
Because right, they would okay. call okay. Bin Laden Sheikh Bin Laden. Oh, right. Okay. I don't know what he was teaching them. How to be very quiet and not give away where you are. What is Sheikh? <laughs> okay, and, and, and a leader in an, in an Islamic community or organization or an Arab leader, in particular the chief or head of a tribe, family, or village. Okay. 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 So I gotcha. Chief. Big guy. Chief. Cool guy. Cool right, guy. Okay. Oh, you could be a, scho- a religious scholar. Okay, so like clever guy or, or... We don't really have an equivalent, do we? Of someone who... It's sort of like... No. L- learning no. and religion and traditional power structure. It's kind of an unusual... I guess in, in India they have the gurus. You know, I guess yeah. But then gurus aren't, aren't quite sort of... Quite royally. No. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is um, pro-Sheikh Lamin. I don't know if pro is professor or just professional. Okay, a professional shake. Yeah. It says 25 years experience. Yeah, okay. that's good. Um, I'm going to do my best to pronounce the completely erratic capitalization. <laughs> okay. I can tell your problem. Okay, he can tell your problem. <laughs> and its solutions. And help you solve it. Okay. It's a hell of a thing to say. I can I, I can tell your problem and find the solutions and help you solve it. I can t- just yeah just the one problem. Yeah, I can tell your problem and its its solutions and help you solve it. If you are suffering from evil influences, okay, uh-huh. such as this podcast. Yes, unknown diseases or illnesses, either one. Yeah, of the bum. Of the bum. Bad luck. Um, bad luck. Um, hmm. more episodes of this podcast are available. Sure. Uh, career, jobs, marriage, or relationship problems, or relationship problems. That's that's in there twice. Has has he said relationship problems twice? Yeah. So it goes: career, jobs, marriage, or relationship problems, or relationship problems, or business investment, or drinking problems, or childless childless coops. Childless coops. Yeah, I think it is meant to write couples. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought for a second maybe it meant coups, like a childless coup, like all these childless people just like t- storming the capital, taking over. Yeah. Or enemy problems. <laughs> enemy problems. Yeah. What's hey? What's wrong? What's wrong, Phil? Oh, I've just got real enemy problems right now. <laughs> My enemy's being a real bitch at the moment. <laughs> Now that's an I think you should leave line. That's maybe how they do it. That's such a fucking weird sentence. Oh, my enemy's being an asshole right now. <laughs> You're right. That is an I think you should leave sentence. Yeah, my enemy. <laughs> but also like someone being stressed about it. Like, well, they're your enemy. Don't you expect this from them? And they go, yeah, but this is t- even for them. My enemy won't leave me alone. I'm just having some real problems with my enemy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So enemy problems. Winston Churchill be like. Yeah. (laughs) I'm having real. Winston Churchill post Dunkirk be like. I've got some real problems with my enemy right now. I've got some real issues with my enemy now. Or depression, or maybe a loved one has left you or separated without any reason. No reason at all. Yeah. All I did was tell her every day about my enemy. (laughs) And she just gets up and leaves. Does she not want to know about my enemy? (laughs) And what a dick he's being. Does she want my enemy to take her by surprise? Because that's what an enemy would do. (laughs) All I did was go on all the time about my enemy. (laughs) And uh, I always plot against my enemy. And she took the kids and she left. Now she's my enemy. (laughs) But I already have an enemy. Oh my god, I got like two enemies now. (laughs) I have a wife enemy and a not wife enemy. (laughs) Oh man, this sucks. We could get a writing job with this stuff. For the next series, and I think you should leave. I think so. I think now so. Now I've got a wife enemy. The enemy. What are the you enemy kidding me? Like he'd do that horrible voice he does. <laughs> um, I need to watch the series again. Yeah, me too. 
they're uh, so good. The first two are, are are so amazing. And I never talk. That's in my head forever now as well. Oh, I don't know that one. The guy who keeps silent. Maybe that's coming your way if you haven't seen all of it yet. I've seen all of it, yeah. The guy who, who does miming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. never talk. And, he, and people just come to his show goading him. him into talking. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, get your lucky number slash lotto numbers. I can help. I can ha- Oh. I can help your bring them back to you and help you if you suffer any problem, which you may have. I can help bring your back to you. I can help your bring them back to you. Right. And help you suffer any and help you suffer any problem. Right. Not solve, but he can help you suffer. Suffer. (laughs) Which you may have. So don't suffer in silence. Suffer with me. Suffer with me. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Tell me more about this enemy. (laughs) And then here is a great sentence. I admire Sheikh Lamin for this. Mm. This is a very good sentence because it means nothing, but it sounds great. It's it says all work guaranteed. <laughs> ah, that's great. How good is that? All work guaranteed, or your money. <laughs> <laughs> so start suffering now. All work guaranteed, and we'll start immediately. Call today for an appointment, and then a mobile number. All work guaranteed or your money paid. <laughs> That's clever stuff. That's funny. All work guaranteed. So Jane says, is the sheikh a professor or simply a pro? Is there no end to his life improvement abilities? How many times is it acceptable to use the word or in a sentence? And how does he guarantee the services he is offering, particularly when it comes to lottery numbers? <laughs> That's true. Yes, because sure, yeah, then what happens when your lottery numbers inevitably do not come up yeah what's he gonna say he'll just say all work guaranteed hope i'm not your enemy i did the work and i guaranteed only the work and i did the work of giving you some numbers to use how frightening would it be if you went with this guy and he gave you some numbers and you were doing it kind of for a laugh and then you won 200 million euros oh god now you've got this guy on your case isn't that an awful idea hate that would you have to give him money do you think I mean, if not, you've got a sheikh at your door. But that's not, it's not written anywhere in, in, on the card that he gets a share of your, your lottery winnings. No, true, but this is an unreasonable man. Uh, you'd be creating it. You'd have to hire security. He also sounds very powerful. He sounds like a powerful enemy to have. Well, that's it. If he can get rid of enemies, he must be potentially one of the biggest enemies. God. Uh, and he, Yeah. And it sounds like he can predict the future and, like, the stock market. Phil, you don't want to make an enemy of someone who claims to be able to solve every problem. Every problem. Because then you're his yeah. problem, and he'll solve you. Yeah. It's a, it's a frightening thought. Jane has pinned this advert to her notice board in the hope to one day make sense of it. I've left the mobile number uncovered in case you, either of you are in need of his unlimited skills. Kind you, Pugards, Jane. Jane. Thank you very much. No, yeah, do save that number, Pierre, because we laugh about this now, but uh, there might come a day when I feel that all other options have been exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, we'll squirrel that away. We'll squirrel that away. Thank you, Jane. Um, We have a message from Johan. Johan. I think we've had Johan before, right? Um, Because I remember saying, Johan. I think so. Johan, your show fun. Maybe a different Johan. Dear Neoduveli. Nice. That's good. Neoduvel. And Absoluta Filkauf. Oh, what does that mean? He's put a little star next to it, and I've scrolled down, and it says, There's no reason you should remember yourselves discussing Phil's purchase of some kind of space age waste bin. Oh, yeah. yeah, there are lots of German reviews on Amazon. But you read a German Amazon review of it, which I'm referencing here for its linguistic relevance. Is the bin lid still intact, by the way? People seem to identify it as a weak point, and I've been worried ever since. Oh, well, that's that's um, that's well suspected. The, the, the lid gave way. Yeah. The lid did... I had to get a new bin. Um, so, yeah, the, the lid does weaken. But... Joseph and jo- Joseph and Joseph were very good about replacing it. They gave me a new bin straight away, and... Each bin comes with a 10-year guarantee. Wow. 10. 
I mean, that's too that's too long. I guarantee. <laughs> that's too long. Ten years is too long. Ten years is for too, a bin guarantee. It's too long for a fancy bin, but it's a very reasonable guarantee for just a tub you fill up with crap. <laughs> which is what a bin uh, is. Which is what a bin is. Yeah. So okay, so uh, he continues. Greetings from Germany. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, Haben do any correspondence for us? <laughs> Haben sie ein bisschen correspondence for... Uh, what is us? I don't know, actually. Anyway. Greetings from Germany. Hello, wie geht's? I'm a conservative pistorian, meaning I did not binge the episodes quite as hard as the other listeners, taking the occasional break to prolong the pleasure. <laughs> Physi- yeah, physicians shook their heads, but ultimately did nothing to dissuade me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly where yeah. they, what they conclude. Yeah. Um, many last. Uh, well, it's had. not good, but if you have to, this uh, is the healthiest way of doing it. I guess if you, as long as you give up drinking, you can still smoke because it's got to be one yeah. of them. And oh, yeah. Many laughs were had. Much <laughs> praise has been redacted. Thank you. Uh, regrettably, I don't have any poo stories pertaining to my own exit shoot. The few that I do have are pet-related, and one incident in particular still haunts me. Oh, dear. Nach schon Geist. Nach ein Geist. We have two cats and two little dogs, and the latter... (laughs) (laughs) And the latter used to treat the former's litter box as a sort of snack bar for a while. Oh, no. Dogs are gross, man. (laughs) God's sake. Stubbornly ignoring the fact that the little encrusted sausages found within did not sit well with them at all. Dogs are mental. Fuck's sake. Perhaps unsurprisingly, cat food does not look any more appetizing after it's traversed the stomachs of two species. Nor did we find the smell much improved when these redigested treasures were regurgitated right onto my girlfriend one night. Oh, uh, so the dogs vomited this back up. Bah, just went back. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> angry. I'm actually angry this time. I'm not sure I'm angry with. I think I'm just sort of angry with nature. the dog species. Yeah, with nature, red and brown in brown in poo and bum. Are all dogs the same genus, the same species? Ooh, they must be. They must mm. be. Uh, in well, hindsight, it's a genus anyway. Huh? Is genus the family? I think there's familiar, which is above or below genus. Okay, well, the, yeah, so the dog is Canis familiaris. Uh, yeah, Canis familiaris. So all domesticated dogs are the same species. Isn't that mad? That is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's psychotic. Um, God, that's crackers. It's just like how all wine grapes, well, the vast majority of wine grapes are Venus vinifera. Venus vinifera. Which are the, is the same species. Yeah, it is crazy. But then you see, you know, a picture of me standing next to a four foot one lady and you just go, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. That's a good point. But I mean, it's not exactly a pug and a Labrador. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. But it's, but they, I mean, different dog breeds do look like different animals. Oh, yeah. Um, so w- when this happened, uh, he says, in hindsight, I recognize that it's a classic okay, thank you moment, but then and there was too busy not adding a recent meal of my own to the mix to seize the opportunity. For the tat portion of this delectable missive, we remain in the culinary realm with a classic piece of kitchen tat. Excuse me. It was spotted months ago and shall be presented in my mother tongue. Lest we forget that tat is an international phenomenon. I hope you, okay. Pierre, can take a stab at reading the original before Phil divines the translation provided below. Apologies well, for funny the picture that we, we were talking about German already earlier. This yeah, we were spooky. How funny! Um, but I, that, it's so surprising to me to to find out that Germans have tat. It seems a very un-German thing to do. Yeah, I, but the Germans could be quite twee. They've got the little porcelain yodeling doll men and the, the little, uh, that's true. Little that's true. Uh, little leather pants. Um, in the south, anyway. So this is the it's a it's an apron, mm-hmm. and I'll read it to you in German. Okay. As a clue, uh, ich liebe ich liebe es mit Wein zu kochen. Manchmal uh-huh. man, man, manchmal uh, gebe ich ihn sogar ins Essen. One more time. Ich liebe es mit Wein zu kochen. Mm-hmm. Manchmal yeah. gebe ich ihn sogar ins Essen. 
Um, if living with wine <laughs> is bad, then I want to be terrible. <laughs> so okay, I'll do it. Uh, so it's it's. Um, I love blank with wine. Sometimes I even blank it in the blank. I love blank with wine. Sometimes I even I love. I've seen this tat in English. Blanket in the blank. Mm. I love um, with wine. Eat. Eating with wine. Close. Oh, I I love cooking with wine. Sometimes I even put it in the food. Hey, yeah. Yeah. good. Sehr good. Felicitation. Congratulations. I don't know. I'm guessing. Ich liebe es mit Wein zu kochen. Manchmal gebe ich ihn sogar ins Essen. Danke, danke, of course. Yeah. And Vita Vichsen is how Johan signs off, which I assume means keep jacking it. Thank you. Dankeschön, Johan. Dankeschön, uh, Johan, and Dankeschön, Podbuds. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we must now go to the Bavarian... Beer Hall. Beer Hall. Um, the, yeah, the, for, for patrons. Yes. The exclusive Bavarian Beer Hall. Uh, so if you're a patron, we'll see you there on the fri- on Friday and everyone else will see you some other time um, when I'm back from my trips. Yeah, with a full passport, dripping with stamping. Oh, God, I'm genuinely nervous. Um, but until then, bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.